when Simin Reish Nun Beis, and we will be doing Sif Hey. Umutar Liftoach Mayim Legina. We're talking about things that one may do on Friday on Erev Shabbos, um, where the Malacha is going to continue into Shabbos, though you will not be doing it. So you are allowed to open the water Legina for a garden. And they keep going, which means you can activate an irrigation system on Erev Shabbos, even though on Shabbos it's going to continue and irrigate. Um, there, is, uh, there is a famous Machlokas, the Chazanish, and others um, with regard to the practicalities of this. The Chazanish makes the claim that so long as, uh, so long as this, the, the sprinkler system is on, the, uh, the irrigation system is on, you have to be very careful when you're using other water that's connected to the same line. Um, because if, uh, as say, you turn on the water, then what that does is it minimizes the pressure. It does take away from the pressure in the irrigation system. And then when you shut the water, say you're washing, I don't know, you're washing your hands and face in your own house. You're washing dishes. Um, when you shut the water, the pressure then goes back on. And as a result of it, the Chazanish claims that you're considering at that point increasing the water supply on Shabbos, which is part of the Malach of Zoraya. Others disagree. But according to the Chazanish, if you're connected to an irrigation system, you cannot go and turn the water on and off um, throughout Shabbos. Um, so that you'd have to make sure that your system is totally independent of the irrigation system. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're dealing with a garden, for example, where, uh, generally speaking, you're using the, the apartment's water supply or the house's water supply, uh, there's a very good chance that that does affect the pressure and uh, according to the Chaznish, there's, there's a serious Shaila. The next thing you're allowed to do on Erev Shabbos, L'Haniyach Kilor, in, in the Ramah here says, Sam Shal Ayin. You're allowed to put some kind of potion on the eye, Ovo Al Ha'ayin, even though it's thick. Even though it's also on Shabbos, the halacha is that to put one of the to put one of these thick ointments on the on the eye on Shabbos is also because of a chash that you're going to go and smooth it down and you'll be over on the mareach. Um, nevertheless, on erev Shabbos it is mutter, even though it's going to remain there throughout Shabbos. The same thing goes for um, um, applying some kind of uh, some kind of medication to a bandage where you can put a bandage on on Erev Shabbos that is medicated, even if though you wouldn't be able to put that medication onto the bandage on Shabbos itself. Next, Veloses Mugmer Tachas to go and burn incense under one's clothes. They Mizgamrim Me'aleim Kala Shabbos. The incense is burning and putting fragrance into the clothing throughout Shabbos. This is, say, in a clothes closet. Even though the mugmar is sitting in your keli, what's the problem? So Beishamai holds that if I have something burning away in my own vessel, that's also because of Shvisis kelim. Beishamai has a limud, that there's a chiv to let your kelim rest on Shabbos. We don't paskin like Beishamai. We hold that there's no isr of Shvisis kelim. The Gemara says, According to Beishamai, how do you leave your cholent on the fire over Shabbos? And it answers that you would have to go and sell your pot to a goy, or you would have to mafkar it, so that not to be over on Shvisa's Kalim. Lahalacha, we don't hold of Shvisa's Kalim. Veloseh sa'orim begigis l'shrosam. 
you're allowed to put barley in a vat for the sake of having them soak there. Um, that too is mutter. You can put it in on Erev Shabbos and allow it to remain there all of Shabbos. Further, the toanim bekoris beis habad v'hagas mebod yom al zeisim v'anovim. You are allowed to go ahead and uh, put the stones on the uh, the oil, the olives and the grapes for pressing them out. And what they do is you put these heavy these heavy stones on them. They sit there, and with time, all of the wine and the uh, and the uh, the grape juice that is and the uh, and the olive oil comes out. So you're allowed to put it on it just before Shabbos, and the oil and the uh, and the wine is going to be coming out on Shabbos. Vashem and Vayayin Yotzimem Mutter. Not only that, but whatever comes out of it is going to be mutter for use on Shabbos itself. Now, why is that mutter? The halach is like this. The halach is generally speaking that if any kind of juice came out of a fruit on Shabbos, if that fruit was the kind of fruit that one is using for the sake of its juice, not for the sake of eating it, the halach is that the juice is usr. It's exerid the rabbonon sheme yischot, that you're going to go ahead and actually extract the juice. Schite is usr, as it told of, of, of uh, Mafarik, the malach of dash. Now, um, why over here is it mutter? So, first of all, this is talking about a case where theoretically it could have come out before Shabbos. Here we're not talking about right next, right ju- just before Shabbos. We're talking about that you put the heavy stones on them a while before Shabbos, so theoretically it could have all come out before Shabbos. Um, anything that's left after that point, uh, you've already put it, which gave it enough time to come out. Anything that's left at that point, the, the residue, um, that we say only has a din of skita dura bonon, you would not be chayav chatas, and as a result of it, they did not make exera sheme yischot. The bir alacha does speak out though, that, uh, even though this xera of sheme yischot is only when you come to a doraisa, that is with regard to a doraisa for the act of the skita. If we're dealing with a fruit where the schita from it is only a durabonon, because that's not really what the fruit is there for, and in Hilka Schita the Mishnabur discusses it at length, um, so even though there there will be a durabonon, the rabbonon still did not differentiate and answered the juice of it. Meaning the only time they answered it, um, the only time they did not answer it, is in a case where I've already squeezed out most of it and whatever's left is a durabonon. But if I'm dealing with a fruit from which the schit is a durabonon, the rabbanon answered it, and they said that you're not to do it even under such circumstances. Further, the chain boser umalilo shariska nebodyom. Now boser is unripe grapes. These are grapes that didn't fully fully grow and ripen, and malilos are uh, stalks of grain where they too are not fully ripe. And what people did was they squeezed out the liquid and it would ferment very quickly and they would use it as a dip. So there are three stages in the process of extracting that liquid. The first thing they did was risuk, they used to squeeze it by hand. Then they did dicha, which is by using some kind of vessel. And the, the final thing is a shrika, where, uh, where they actually just totally ground it down to make sure that there's nothing else left in it. The Mechaber Shita is that if you did the Risuk, if you did the squeezing out by hand before Shabbos, then it is mutter on Shabbos um, to drink the water that comes out of it. So the, the mashka that comes out of them is mutter. 
However, in the Bir Halacha, he brings down that one should be machmir according to the shita, the, the the second shita, which is that it had to be that you not only did the risuk bayad, but you did the dicha with a keli as well, uh, where you squeeze it out with a keli, even though you didn't do the shchika yet, which is the final pulverization of it. Um, but uh, you had to have done the the, the dicha bekeli before Shabbos too. Um, further. You are allowed to put wheat into a water mill um, just before Shabbos. So this is the same kind of halacha. The water is flowing. It makes the mill turn. You put your flour in there. You put your wheat in there um, just before Shabbos. So throughout the whole Shabbos, your wheat is being ground into flour. Nevertheless, that is permissible. Now here... There happens to be a big machlokas to Magan Avram and everybody else. What is the halach if you have a flour mill that's already going? And then you go ahead and, uh, and put in some grain. Is that the malach of tochen or is that something more of a grama? The Magan Avram sheet is that it's a grama. You're only chayiv for what you, what you actually did by hand. Here, the water or the wind um, is activating the, uh, the mill. And you're just putting the, the grain there, and the grain is being ground by itself. Rov, Poskim, argue with the Magan Avram, and they say that it's no different than cooking, where uh, even though the Malacha is going to take time, nevertheless, it's all attributed to me. So the Halacha, on, on Shabbos itself, we hold that it would be an Isr Da'araisa to go and put flour into the flour mill. The Magan Avram holds that that would not be a Da'araisa. On Erev Shabbos, it is totally mutter. The Mishtabur um, points out that in cases where they had animal-run uh, mills, there were mills that were, that were ground by the... Uh, there were the mills where the grinding is being done using the energy of animals that are pushing it. Um, so the Mishtabur um, points out there that there will be also for a different reason. There's an Isra Shvises Behemto. Your animals have to rest on Shabbos. Now, another thing, we were discussing putting the wheat inside. Mr. Brewer says that if you're doing it on Erev Shabbos, even to activate the mill itself is permissible, just before Shabbos, even though it continues to do work on Shabbos. We are not choshish for the fact that it makes noise, and people will, will say, oh, Plony's flour mill is working on Shabbos. There are those who aser in Erechayim. Why do they aser? Because of the Mashmiya Kol. It makes a lot of noise. And Av Shemilsa, this is something on a large scale. In all cases, you should really be choshesh for Hashemah's Kol. So this is Halacha Lamaisa. You're not allowed to do something on Shabbos. You're not allowed to have, even do something before Shabbos that will have the sound of malacha going in your house on Shabbos. So that many say you should not leave the washing machine running, you shouldn't leave a dryer running, because it's the sound of malacha. Now, we'll see about that just a drop later. This is the halacha that b'mokum p'seida, there's no isra of hashmaz kol. 
The sound of malacha means the sound that represents malacha being done now. Nobody goes and spends their whole Shabbos um, pulling their, their clock, making, it, making the clock move and then finally ring. It's obvious that people said it beforehand. As such, it is not a coal of malacha. It is the coal of something that is normally said before Shabbos. So we hold la halacha. Something that is normally put into action before Shabbos, there's no Isra of Hashmah's call. Something that is, we are choshish for the shita that that is also.